to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Off the Mess Podcast, to be exact, because I always forget which one I'm doing, but I got it under control. And this is episode 199. We're almost there, y'all. We're one away from 200. And thank you, everybody, because I didn't think I was going to make it past four. So here we are at 199. So my guest for this episode is actually... um someone in the jiu-jitsu community but not just that they're in the uh cbd and t-shirt community uh, making community uh entrepreneur if you will um i want to welcome to the podcast today eric from over at bjj wholesale and simple leaf cbd welcome to the show eric how you doing man Doing fantastic, man. Thanks for having me. Finally, we finally able to get this going, which uh, I know it uh, took a couple of uh, reschedules, but I'm glad we finally did it. Hey, like, like I always say, it's like, if we got a plan, we're going to make it happen one way or the other. <laughs> Actually, almost reached out to you because when we last talked, we were like, okay, you know, you know, we'll figure it out, you know, this weekend. It was like Saturday afternoon, you know, I get back from jujitsu and I was like, okay, I, I think I can you know, make this happen right now, but it might be short notice for him. Maybe I can get him tomorrow. I was like, well, it's, I got a lot going on tomorrow. I was like, you know what? Let me just see what his schedule is and we'll, we'll go and you can go. And here we are recording and, and making it happen. Finally. Yeah. It's a, uh, it took a little while, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh we're here. So that's, uh, that's really all that matters. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. Definitely excited. No problem. Thanks for making the time. And um, I guess the first thing I want to kind of jump into is there's a lot. There's 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 jujitsu. There's there's uh, BJJ wholesale. There's um, simple leaf. There there's you know it's it's like a kid in the candy store. And I was like I don't know where to start. But I guess I'm going to start with jujitsu because this is sometimes a jujitsu podcast. So I want to ask you you know how long you've been training and um, what what got you interested? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've been around, involved doing jujitsu and involved in the community since two thousand eight. So yeah, so about uh, fifteen years. Yeah, so originally started in um, uh, Milwaukee at a um, uh, Pedro Sauer school, um, a neutral ground out of Milwaukee. So shout out to uh, John Friedland. Um, and uh, yeah, started doing that, and I've been only doing no gi uh, since. So it's uh, it's kind of cool going from, uh, you know, Pedro Sauer, super traditional uh, gi primary school, you know, uh, to I now live in Denver where, you know, the seeing the evolution of the no gi jujitsu scene is kind of blown up. So um, gives me a lot more uh, opportunities to train and a lot more uh, training partners. And it's just, uh, it's been really cool to see the evolution since, uh, since way back. In what's like uh steers you in that direction where you're just like you know uh like hey you know maybe i want a new hobby where you a ufc fan because i know a lot of folks came in a, a little bit after 08 you know yeah, after yeah, the sure. ufc yeah for sure um so uh I had a friend of mine that was that got into it and he's like hey man you should really 
you know, really give this a shot. Um, you know, I was uh, back at that point in time, I was lifting a lot of weights and uh, I absolutely hated doing cardio. Um, running on a treadmill was like just, I fucking hated it. So he's like, hey, this is a great workout, um, really good for uh, for endurance, for um, cardiovascular um, health. Um, and uh, for me, like I, you know, as soon as I got into it, I was, I was like hooked. It was, um, you know, for me, it was like you know, full contact chest. I, I, you know, was getting just tossed around by, you know, like a 120 pound female. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. This is cool. I need to learn this. So that's really, uh, you know, really what kind of uh, uh, drew me into it. And, and, you know, just seeing the uh, just the different ways that you can uh, manipulate someone's body was was kind of fun to kind of fun to play with. So that's uh, what's primarily uh, drove me to it. It's always weird when I try to explain to my friends. It's like, look, man, like I go out there and I get my ass kicked by by females all the time, like, and it's great. And they're like, that doesn't sound great at all. That sounds like a nightmare and it sounds like you need to talk more to your therapist about some of these you got some mommy issues and i'm like no 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 no, no. <laughs> i don't well i do but not in that way yeah yeah um, for sure um no it's uh and honestly like you know uh not only with the evolution of the nogi game um or the nogi scene within uh jujitsu over the past you know 15 years but uh the rise of uh female jujitsu athletes and um you know the, the female competitors that are coming out it's like these chicks are savages, absolute savages, and it's so cool to see. Yeah, it's it's weird whenever you know you watch competitions, it's like the guys, you know, watching the guys, it, it, it's fascinating, but it's almost like watching the women eating, and this is uh even in MMA as well. When I see the women fighting, it's almost like and they're super sweet to each other afterward, but when they get in there, it's like you would think that like there's some static beforehand. It's like, yo, why is she doing this to her? And then afterward, they hug and, you know, everything's cool in the gang. You know, it's like, okay. And, you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're super technical, but also there's like a brutality to that technique. That's like, Jesus, like, like is she sad? Yeah, no, I, I, I think watching women uh, roll in jujitsu, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a thing of beauty just because the way that they move. Uh, you know, at least a lot of them that I've rolled with are, are very smooth, very, very flexible, very limber. Uh, the way that they just essentially like, kind of like dance around your body without even knowing what they're doing. It's uh, it's super cool to, to uh, see and, and watch from a spectator standpoint. Uh, when you're in there with them, you're like, what the hell am I rolling with a ghost? Like you were right here. Now you're gone. So some of the things that frustrate me the most with rolling with females is if they end up on my back. I'm like, how did you get there? Yep. Like, you're not supposed to be there. And and not only that, now that they're on my back, it's like they are legit, like a little backpack. And I'm just like, okay, like this this is frustrating. But you know that that's part of the magic because you know they're, they're super technical. Like most females that I roll with, they're just it's like the, you know they have to when they're going up against you know a lot of us that are bigger guys. We're kind of brutes. And they're like, well, look, I'm not going to beat you on strength, but, uh, you know, I can more than likely out technique you, which is why it's important for us. Also, as guys, you know, you know, don't don't just rely on strength. You got to get good with your technique. Otherwise, you know, your your, you know, little sister is going to be serving you up a hill hook and you're going to be trying to figure out, you know, what where you went wrong. So honestly, I've uh, I've been guillotined by more women than I have met. 
their yeah. arm because you know the majority of them have smaller arms and they're just able to to sneak that in there just so much so much quicker and smoother than than a lot of guys where I can I can I can defend it. But yeah, I mean the uh, uh, the women that I rolled with uh, they're gotten really really good with the guillotines. Um, yeah, they're they're dangerous. Yeah, um, it, it's definitely you know something to be you know, be aware of, especially with, you know, like you said, smaller arms, you're thinking, okay, I'm safe. And I, I have like a, a stubby neck. So it's like, it's tough to like, you know, get chokes in on me at times, but then every so often, you know, it'll hit you with a punch choke or something. It's like, well, how'd your little hands get in there? That's not okay. Yep. Getting in all the nooks and crannies. <laughs> uh, and do you compete at all well, or have you competed? I've actually, uh, so this, uh, this seems to be kind of uh, uh, shocking to a lot of people. Um, I don't have a belt, and I've never competed. Uh, obviously, growing up in uh, you know, more of the traditional space, uh, in order to be promoted, you need to need to wear a gi. Um, I haven't donned a gi since George W. Bush was in office, so um, I, I've kind of uh, kind of relished in the uh, in the fact that I'm that I'm not ranked, and that's that's fine by me. Um, not only that, but that uh, helps keep the expectations low, which. Uh, which is good for me too. Um, I'm a very lazy grappler. Um, I try to uh, expend the least amount of energy as possible. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, my style is uh, somewhat tenth planet, somewhat Gumby, somewhat of a sloth. So, yeah, I try to use little as little energy as well, almost to the point where they're like, he might be dead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, don't stop. Don't stop the roll. I'm, I'm alive. Um, but that, you know, that I think that's one of the things though, too, that you point out is like the expectation mm -hmm. isn't, you know, the, you know, there's not like this, oh, you should be this, or you should be that. Or, uh, I went to visit a gym a few years back and I was signing their waiver and everything and, and getting all the info put down and I, at this point, I think I may have been training six years, maybe. Uh, yeah, that seems about right. When I, when I get my blue belt. So about, about six years, maybe. So we're going to say six years. And as I'm signing a waiver, I go, oh, what belt are you? And I go, blue belt. And he goes, oh, so what are you, a brown belt? And I was like, oh, um, that hurts. Uh, no, no, I, I'm I'm blue. I'm a, I'm a blue belt, and you can just kind of see this disappointment as I like, oh, <laughs> like okay, um, and, you know, I had fun roles with with you know all their their guys. I wrote one of their brown belts, Nogi, and he just tossed me around. I was like, okay, yep. clearly you guys can see I'm not a brown belt, <laughs> but like those blue belts, I was giving them the business until we got. I, I think like the second hour, you know, people start taking their geese off and. It went to no gi, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I, I this is not my world." Like, what are you guys doing? So, and do you uh, do you primarily primarily train in the gi? I do now. Uh, I I used to be kind of a, a you know mixture of the two. You know, one of my coaches, you know, one of the points that he had made was like, you know, when the debate between gi versus no gi comes up, he was like, "Well, look, you know, it's all grappling. You should, you know, be able to manage most of your stuff." in or out of the gi so a lot of times if i'm rolling in the gi yes we have the grips to rely on but a lot of times i try to you know 
try not to rely on like the sleeve or lapel grips if if you know if I can avoid it or if it's not necessary just because if you go to no gi you're not going to have those options there too so you want to kind of keep yourself fluid in that way but I've been uh since I've been back July is when I came back and I've been back pretty consistently uh since then I've been primarily doing gi okay yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's interesting the, you know, people's preference. I mean, for me personally, like the, the geese, I felt claustrophobic. I didn't like that. I wasn't able to move. Um, yeah, I just, it, you know, it's like trauma, traumatic sort of, you know, uh, outbursts in me where I'm just like, ah, get me out of here. So, um, you know, that's why I needed to, you know, kind of stick with the, the no gi cause it was, uh, you know, for me, it just focused more on the body mechanics of, of grappling as opposed to, um, you know, this, lapel or you know, you know sleeve or you know whatever i can grab onto so um i'd rather be able to control somebody's body by their actual body than you know outside variables yeah i think whenever the the debates between the two come up it's like it's a preference thing yeah. you know it, it should never be like which is better gear no gear it's like well i'm gonna obviously say gee because that's what i do <laughs> But, you know, you would be like, no, he's better. And it's like, well, yeah, because that's what you do. So, you know, it would make sense, you know, that there's just no right or wrong answer for it. It's like, look, if you like ghee, then have fun in it. If you like no ghee, have a blast in it. But at the end of the day, as long as you're on the mats, I think yep. that's what's important. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's um, it's it's really important people, you know, people read some of these comments on uh, some of the posts and when people start bringing up the gi no gi debate it's like calm down at the end of the day it doesn't matter it does not matter just yeah. if you're on the mats you're you're part of the community that's that's all that matters yeah i, I feel like as jiu-jitsu has come along over the last i would say five years or so it, it's really become like i don't know just so like territorial it's like you know, you have to do this. You have to do that. Oh, you know, you can't believe in this. You can't believe in this. I was like, look, dude, I'm just here to grapple. I, I'm, you know, what? like I'm 46, you know, I got a bad hip. I'm just here to burn calories and, and you know, have community. You know, I'm not here to, you know, say to the next guy, I'm better than you at this. I mean, a lot of dudes in my gym, they they like to invert, and that is not my world. So it's like if you're like, I'm gonna, you know, Baron Bolo your ass. It's like, okay. I uh, gonna, I, I, I used uh, to uh, I used to play the invert game, but uh, then I got this herniated disc in my neck, so I was like, yeah, I'm probably gonna stay away from that. But yeah, no, I mean for me personally, like, um, you know, again, kind of going back to the expectations thing. People are like, you know, hey, you know, you should be, you, know, you should be black belt by now, right? I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. I'm just I'm here to, you know, uh, get out of the house, get on the mats, burn some, you know, burn some energy, um, social interaction. Um, you know, I don't, I'm that stereotypical, you know, belts don't matter guy. Um, as long as you, you're, you're a good, you're a good fun role. That's really all I care about, you know, and you're not spazzy. And, um, you know, I've learned to be very selective with who I roll with nowadays, just because if I don't trust you, you know, um, 41 years old now, it's like, might, uh, might break something real quick. So, you know, I see, I see these guys coming up in the gym. I'm like, I'm going to stay away from you. You know, especially like the uh, wrestlers that come into the gym. I'm like, yeah, I'm oh, good. Yeah. I'm good. I have a teammate. We, 
um, during open mat every week after our regular class, we'll have like an open mat session. We always pair up. He'll go, Dante, you need someone? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and let's lock horns. This past week, I think he waited for me to go with two other people. <laughs> he was like, you need someone? I was like, dude, like we need to meet up at the beginning of this, not like in the middle towards the end because I'm exhausted and I don't have time to be keeping up with you. Yeah. But um, he has a bad neck and he inverts, but he's he's pretty good about it. You know, he's careful. There was one week he got stuck underneath me. And, and I freaked out, you know, so I was like, you know, I kind of lifted my weight and, you know, tried to pull him out. And, you know, he was cool. I was like, dude, thanks a lot. You know, I appreciate it. And, you know, in, in, you know, both, you know, our, our experiences there, you know, we've been training together for a while. You know, one thing we always say is like, you know, we can't break our toys because if you break your toys, you don't have anything to play with the next week. So, yep. you know, and also we have day jobs. So, you know, you, you see some guys come through those doors and, you know, there there's this. I got to prove myself. And then, you know, and then there's also guys who are just, you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, prepping for a competition. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not the one. <laughs> like, like, because with me, you're going to get a very slow roll. Um, every so often, I might have a quick burst of energy, but it's very quick and it's very minimal. Like, and, you know, after that, I'm probably going to sit out. But, you know, you just have, you got to be very selective, especially, you know, you know, after what 35, it's like, all right, let me pick and choose this wisely. Because you realize you don't, you realize you don't bounce back like you used to. Um, yeah. for, for me, I mean, that's uh, probably the biggest deterrent for me for competing is, you know, th these guys, I mean, they, I don't want to, you know, knock them for taking it seriously, but like some of these guys take it way too seriously. I'm like, look, man, I'm just, I'm just out here to kind of hang out and have fun. Um, you know, so for me, like, you know, it doesn't, it's not worth it ever to, you know, especially in my position to go out and try to compete. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to prove, my, prove anything to anyone. Um, if I want to test myself, I'll go hit up an open mat across town. You know, I'll go roll, roll with new guys, um, you know, and uh, kind of see where, where things are, you know, what I need to, what do I need to improve on, what do I need to focus on. But yeah, I mean, for, to, you know, tear, tear my ACL for a $5 medal, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it's like, you know, again, for those that are competing, I have a lot of teammates that compete and, you know, I, I root for them. I cheer them on. I love them all to death. And, you know, if if we're there on the mats together, I want to help however I can, but also understand, you know, a, a full speed, you know, spar match is I'm not there for that. You know, if you want to drill some stuff, I got you. If you need me to give you some resistance, maybe, you know. I, you know, I'm a big boy. So if you need some weight on you, you're like, Hey, you know, you know, I'm rolling heavyweight. I, I need a fat person. I'm like, Hey, I got you. Like I just had some donuts this morning. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, for me, it's like, if I have to go more than 20%, I don't want to play. That's, that's not fun for me. Um, you know, I like the slow methodical technical roles. Um, I mean, and yes, you can have that no gi. Um, yeah, I know people, that's, you know, one of the big, uh, arguments for Gi is it's slower, it's more controlled. Um, but you can still do the same thing in no Gi. Um, so it's just, you know, it's all about trusting who you're rolling with and making sure that they don't do anything stupid or, you know, uh, make sure you don't do anything stupid either. So. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I think during open mat, all my roles, everyone that I, I stepped in front, I was like, Hey, so we're going to flow because 
I, I can't remember what I think I was just tired. I was like, we're going to flow. And, and, you know, there are a couple guys that were like, you know, and they've been there for a while, but they're like, I've, I'm like, I've never flow, you know, I've never had a flow roll. It was like, dude, like what? Like you've been here longer than me. So, and I think for some people, I think in their minds when they get out there, it's like, you know, it's just, you know, not that they're going full clip, but they're like, you know, we just have to go at X pace. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was just like, look, let's just flow. Let's just work on our moves, you know, and and get a good, you know, get our heart rate up, but also keep a, a solid pace where we're not trying to kill each other. You know, if you got the arm bar, obviously I'm going to tap. I'm not fighting out his arm bar. You've got it. You on, um, you know, if, if you got a choke, like, yeah, it's a little trickier with my stubby neck, but, you know, I'll admit you got me You're like. Is you know again we're not winning the medal we're here we're at practice yeah like, no and, cool. yeah I mean I I tap all the time um, I'll you know I'm notorious for tapping to anything uh, you look at me wrong I'll tap I don't, I don't really care um, so I mean my ego left a long time ago when it comes to uh, jujitsu and um, yeah I mean going back to what you're talking about uh, with the floor roll is um, so a couple weeks ago I had uh, um, it was open mat I just got just got there and uh, you know one of the guys asked if I wanted to roll I was like. Yeah, it's my first, uh, you know, first round of the day. I was like, do you mind if we go light? He's like, oh, yeah, totally. That's fine. Um, he thought going light and flow roll was the same thing. So when I went for a sub, he got pissed. I'm like, he's like, I thought we were just, thought we were just flowing. I was like, I said, I said going light. So, um, you know, it was a little bit of a miscommunication there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I have no problem going light. I have no problem flow rolling. You know, that's just obviously with, with anything, ex set expectations right up front. Um, you know, I'll let you know about every single injury I have, like, you know, watch out for my neck. I got a busted up shoulder. Yeah. So just, you know, be easy on those. I was like, you know, if you get a grip on my neck, I'm, I'm going to tap. You know, I don't care. I don't care if you're putting pressure on it. I don't care if you have, uh, you know, have a choke locked in. Um, if I feel some weird pressure, I'm, I'm tapping. So. Yeah. I think that's the important thing too, is like for ourselves, if we know, like, but yeah, I got a, a my shoulder's not the best right now, my left shoulder. So as soon as anyone touches it, I'm just like, yep, let's just tap. Yep. Although I the guy caught in an arm bar this week, and I guess it didn't feel like he had it. So I was trying to, you know, do the hitchhiker and get out of there. And you know, something went weird and it was like, oh, that got tight. <laughs> like that's not that's not supposed to feel that way when I make this angle. Yep. Um but I ended up tapping. I was just like, you know what? Let me just get out of here. This it, it's something's really awkward, and I don't want to get hurt. And I don't think he he knows what's going on either. So, and then later on, when I got home, my elbow felt funny. Like the joint didn't feel funny. It was like the skin. It felt like you know I had like a a uh like a, a, a ghee burn or something. You know, my skin was sensitive. I was like, I don't know. Hey, I think that feels right weird. <laughs> Um, oh, wrong person. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I I had something. Uh, it was like maybe a month ago. Um, all of a sudden, like you know, right in my right arm or right down my by my elbow. Um, I was like, it feels really weird. It's like uh, you know, like when you get you know the feeling where you get an IV put in. I was yeah. like, it felt, it felt like that all the time. So yeah, I mean, it turned out to be tendonitis. So I got uh, tendonitis mm -hmm. in my elbow and my in my right bicep. So that's uh. That's that's another fun thing. So again, you know, the, the older you get, I mean, you just don't bounce back like you used to. So just you got to be really careful, listen to your body, and you should be good. 
yeah it, it's that that's something i try to remind myself even trying to get back to the match was like look dude you're like you can't just rush back take your time be cool like even even when i'm lifting weights down here in the basement it's like okay there's no like you don't need to be bench pressing nothing yeah like, like why like why are we even touching those get those kettlebells you know and then don't go for the heaviest one like you know you're not joe rogan be cool and, <laughs> yeah well like, you don't need yeah. to use a 70 no it's yeah it's same thing like uh you know back when i was lifting all the time um if i take some time off um and then go back to it i'm like oh i can just put up the same weight i was you know putting up a month ago nope don't do that yeah i just tried to move my weights i'm rearranging the basement like the past few days and i was like okay i gotta move my weights and i got uh the plates i have like a a weight rack I was like, well, I'm not going to move that all at once. So let me, you know, take everything apart. So I get all the lighter weights off, set them off to the side. And I get to the 45s. It's like, oh, this shouldn't be a pro. Oh, okay. Two hands here. Surprise. Right. <laughs> set this down. And then I have a 35s on the barbell that was just sitting over there for like um, deadlifts and stuff like that. I haven't done it in a while. So I go over. I was like, let me go ahead and grab this. Whoop. Okay, we're not gonna let's just take these weights off. Let's take the plates off. <laughs> like, go set these to the side. It's it's like you know, you, you want to lift weights, you want to you know maintain your body, but also it's like for me, you know, I, I like before coming into jujitsu, that's what I was doing. I was lifting weights, I was I was like just throwing all types of weights up, and now I'm at a point where it's like uh, you know. Uh, you know, the goal when I was young was like, I want to be able to bench press 300 plus, you know, comfortably. And I remember one day my buddy asked me, uh, we were going to the gym. I want to say it was like 15 years ago. Yeah, that seems right. Uh, maybe less than that, 13 years ago. And he asked me, he was like, you ever reached that goal of 300, like repping 300? And I was like, no, I just got to a point where I, I stopped and asked myself, I was like, why? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm, I, you know, the, the goal of playing pro football left a long time ago i was like i'm not trying to be the strongest guy you know at work uh, you know i'm just trying to be strong enough i don't have to lift 300 to be stronger than everybody else because everybody else there for sure couldn't lift 100 so you know it's like if i could do this 225 you know several times i'm way ahead yep. and then just right. take care of myself it's, and it, it's interesting too. Like, uh, so right around COVID is when I stopped lifting weights just because every single gym was shut down. So, um, you know, I lost a massive amount of muscle, but the interesting thing with that is like going, you know, going from being moderately strong or relatively strong to not lifting weights at all, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it makes you focus more on technique, right? So like I know now that I'm not gonna be able to I'm not gonna try to break somebody's grips if I'm going for an arm bar. Um, I'll switch over to a, to a bicep slicer just because a I'm lazy and I'm not gonna try to break your grips. Um, but yeah, I mean it's I mean I'm six to 180 pounds. I'm not a massive dude by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, so I'm just really focused more on the on the actual technique of it and instead of trying to muscle things through. But yeah, th there's still that muscle memory. Like doesn't matter how long you've gone without lifting weights i mean you're still gonna be strong with like certain uh, you know, frames or uh certain positions that you're in it's like you know i've had uh, people that i've rolled with they're like you are just you know surprisingly like sneaky strong i'm like okay so it goes a compliment i think so 
I mean, I, I think that's one of the ones that that really is cool. Is like when someone looks at you like, ah, oh, that guy can't be strong. It's like, okay, like, yeah. why is your grip that way? <laughs> like, like it hurts. So yeah, definitely. Like go, going for like a shorthand choke. That's uh, you're like, holy shit, I was not expecting that. Like uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so with BJJ wholesale. How did that come about for you? Yeah, so um, BJJ Wholesale has been around for about a, year, a little over a year and a half now. Um, I actually got into, started doing um, some research into uh, just kind of like side hustles and things I could do with, um, you know, with a Shopify account that uh, could help uh, pay for my wedding because I just got married in last October. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um so yeah, started uh, started doing some research on that, and you know, I was like, okay, um, you know, everyone says you know just follow you know do something that's in your you know that you're passionate about, it's something that you're interested in. I'm like, well, jujitsu, um, that's you know my number one passion, and uh, so I started like taking a look at the market, and I'm like, God, a lot of these rash guards and and training gear, like they're just ridiculously priced. It's like so expensive, like you know, sixty, seventy, eighty dollars for a rash guard. It's fucking insane. So I uh, started doing some research and reaching out to some manufacturers and like, you know, hey, what uh, what can we do from like resale standpoint, you know, things like that, really um, uh, get down to the actual the actual manufacturers and uh, see what uh, what we could do. And like, I realized, you know, you don't need to spend more than $40 for a rash guard, um, for a high quality rash guard. And then, uh, you know, uh, that was going really well for a while. And I started getting some requests for some custom stuff. Um, so then I started designing some custom gear and like, that's actually really been taken off. Like my, uh, Darsa, uh, design, uh, you know, and, uh, I did a, uh, leg lock, uh, rash guard that, uh, BJJ HQ picked up. Uh, so that was, uh, that was really cool. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing uh, custom stuff for gyms and, uh, different clubs around, uh, around the country for, uh, for about a year now. So that's, uh, it's been going really well. Um, and uh, going to be eventually breaking off and doing like an in-house brand um, outside of BJJ Wholesale. So BJJ Wholesale, you know, the initial design and the idea of it was to be somewhat of a just a marketplace for different brands. Um, and, uh, you know, I got a, you know, had some really good, um, you know, interactions with a lot of other uh, uh, brands out there. Like, you know, Matt Wallstrom over at uh, Epic Roll, him and I have become really good friends. Uh, we talk on a weekly basis. Um, he's a huge, uh, huge proponent of uh, everything we're doing at BJJ Wholesale and at uh, Simple Leaf. Um, I also have a group chat going on with um, uh, you know, some other brand owners, like uh, my buddy John over at BJJ Swag, who's doing some really, really cool stuff with Jeff Glover and Pete the Greek. Um, uh, my buddy Antoine, who owns uh, Murder Yoga 187. Um, he's, uh, he's he's right right down here in Colorado Springs. I'm in uh, I'm in Denver. Um, uh, Nikki Toronto at uh, Toronto Sports down in Austin. I mean, you know, all these guys, uh, you know, we are in constant group conversations. And um, the really cool thing about the BJJ community, especially with, um, you know, uh, BJJ brands, is it doesn't matter what um, what you're doing, nobody really looks at each other as a competitor. Everybody just wants everybody else to win, uh, which is something that I think is just this really unique microcosm of BJJ and business. Um, going into like more of the entrepreneurial side, it's like, you know, we're all training partners, if you think about it. So we, you know, we're all just trying to make each other better. Um, 
you know, and, uh, you know, we might be competition, quote unquote, on paper, but at the end of the day, we just want to see everybody else win. And that's really what it all comes down to. So, you know, we'll talk about, um, you know, like best practices for marketing or, you know, rash guard designs or something like that. I mean, I called Matt the other week um, over at Epic Roll. I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing, uh, putting up a booth at ADCC. What do you think? Have you ever done any of those? And I mean, we were on the phone for about two hours just shooting the shit and talking about different business ideas, concepts, things like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, everyone's been really supportive of everybody else. Um, you know, I've had uh, brands reach out to me and they're like, Hey, um, you know, I want to start doing this. You know, what do you suggest? I'm like, well, based on my experience, I was like, I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I'm not an expert, but this is what's worked for me and what I've seen success with. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I want to, I want to see everybody else succeed too. So, that's uh, kind of where um, you know, where BJJ Wholesale is right now, and uh, yeah, we got some pretty big things coming up uh, this year, which I'm pretty excited. Uh, we've got a bunch of new designs I'm working on right now. I'm going to be launching, so really excited about that. Good, good. I actually just had Matt on a few episodes back, and I actually found out about Simple Leaf through his stories. Okay, it's like I saw uh, the link, and I was like. Let me go check this out. And because just after sitting and talking with Matt, it, you know, I was like, um, like I went down and trained with him a few years back. Uh, There's a situation that happened with a a gi company um, that they they just weren't on the up and up. And it it rubbed me the wrong way and rubbed a lot of other people. I think I remember, I think I know which one it is. Does it start with an E? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Ends with elite. <laughs> yes. And, uh, um, and you know, he, he was really, really helpful to everyone in that situation and just a really great guy and uh, reconnecting with him and, you know, just talking with him was like, look, this dude, this dude is like, it's like, you know, he's pointing in the right direction. So, you know, as I'm looking at his stories is like, you know, he mentioned your CBD and I was like, Hey, if, if it's good enough for Matt, let me go check it out. And no, sure as hell. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, no, uh, it, yeah, it Matt's, been great. Uh, Matt's been a huge cheerleader. Um, I can't say enough good things about him. Um, you know, he, he, like I said, he and I have uh, come pretty close um, over the past uh, several months. So um, yeah, originally reached out to him cause I wanted to start, uh, you know, potentially carrying the epic role stuff on BJJ uh, wholesale, uh, which um, you know, we're, we're still working on that. Uh, we just got uh, uh, got to figure out some logistics stuff behind that. But yeah, we're going to partner up with him, um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be cool. So I'm super excited to see what uh, uh, see what happens this year. Good, good. It, it sounds like you know, with all the moving parts, you know, for some it's like you know you, you see a lot of folks. And Matt kind of alluded to this as well with Epic Rollers, like he didn't want to just become another T-shirt, you know, company. And, you know, the ideal of like moving beyond that, moving to rash guards, geese and things like that. It's like, you know, it feels like the next, the natural evolution, but you you do get kind of in this uh, Darren Headlight situation where it's like, okay, I'm doing T-shirts and it's like, oh shit, there's more. And it, it feels like with you, it's like, that was never the case. It was like, okay, you know what? Give me what's next. You know, let, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it growing. There's no intimidation factor here. Like we're here to 
to progress, you know, not just, you know, stay stale. So good for you guys. No, definitely. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, and that's exactly it. And, you know, that's one of the things that, um, you know, I really want to focus on with BJJ wholesale um, this year is, you know, kind of changing the, the marketing to be, you know, we have some pretty cool, you know, kind of witty, creative designs, but, you know, really what it comes down to is, I mean, you're selling a lifestyle, right? It's not necessarily a brand or a brand name or a design. It's, it's, it's a lifestyle. So really kind of changing the, uh, the marketing side of it to really give people more of a feel for the brand itself, um, as opposed to the, um, you know, just the kind of quirky designs that I might have, or, you know, the, the funny or the, you know, kind of creative things that, uh, that I'm doing, which don't get me wrong, I think is really cool. And a lot of my customers love it. Um, you know, one of my best-selling rash guards is my free oil checks rash guard. Um, so, you know, I mean, we're, we're still not gonna, we're, we're not gonna, you know, stay away from that because it's part of who, you know, who we are as a as a as a company and and, and a brand. But, you know, you know, we're, we're starting to get into doing uh, sponsored some uh, jujitsu athletes. Um, you know, my buddy uh, Giannis down at uh, B Team in in Austin. He also trains at uh, TriStar in Montreal. Uh, he's our first uh, um, sponsored athlete. We're bringing some more on this year. So, um, yeah, really cool. I'm really excited to kind of see what uh, what happens and where it goes. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it, it, there's a lot of parallels with jujitsu and entrepreneurship, especially starting a business. You know, because uh, you know, white belt, you come in, you're like, I don't know anything. Teach me all the things. And once you get the, like a three or four stripe white belt or even a blue belt, you're like, I know everything. I can figure this whole thing out. And then uh, you realize really quickly that you don't know shit. So you, you really need to kind of uh, uh, put it in perspective and, and work with people that are, um, you know, upper belts in, in business and, um, and jujitsu in order to, to improve and get your game to where you want it to be. So, I mean, Matt's, you know, been doing this for you know, way longer than I have. Um, so I love, uh, love talking to him and, uh, you know, with uh, the other group that I'm uh, part of, with uh, Murder Yoga, BJJ Swag, and Toronto Sports, it's uh, you know we're we're all a bunch of you know blue belts trying to figure it out on our own. You know, we're watching YouTube videos and you know going through the techniques with with the business. So, um, you know, it's it's all about sharing notes and figuring out what works. And again, trying to trying to make sure everybody succeeds. Um, that's really what it comes down to. And you know, jujitsu is this really kind of cool community where um, you know it's you know, sort of utopian in the sense that it's the most inclusive, uh, the most supportive, um, you know, the, you know, the best type of people to be around the most diverse. Um, and everybody wants everybody else to get better and do good things. So that's, you know, if, so that, you know, I often say that if uh, society was more like jujitsu, we'd be in a much better place. I agree. 10,000%. So I'm always trying to get her. Hey, come on. You're going to Matt. Just sign a waiver. As soon as I say sign a waiver, I was like, "Mm -mm, I ain't signing a waiver. What you talking about? Sign a waiver. I got to sign a waiver. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that you point out there though, too, is like having a group of like-minded individuals in this community, you know, that that's how you're going to grow. And I, I had a friend who they were, um, producing the rash guards, t-shirts, things like that. And, you know, as I'm thinking about what you're saying and I'm thinking about what they were doing and granted, this was years ago. So, you know, I wonder if they were doing it now, would it be different for them? But it, it felt like, you know, as they're trying to get their, their stuff out there, it was just kind of falling, you know, falling flat. 
And I don't know if it was a matter of, you know, just not having a community connection or if it was maybe they were part of the group and was like, well, look, this isn't going how I want it to go or as fast as I want it to go. Because I, I think anything that's worthwhile takes time. You know, you're not just going to jump into, you know, you know, selling merchandise and, and you know, make a hundred thousand your first month. I mean, shit, you'd be lucky if you make anything the first month, you, you know, you're probably losing, but yeah, you know, you can't rush it. You got to take, take your time. And then also, you know, find, find your tribe. Oh yeah. No, and that's, uh, that's ultimately what it comes down to with, um, you know, with it is, you know, people, especially now in today's society, like everyone wants instant gratification, instant results. It's like, that's, that's not realistic. You know, it's uh, like, again, going back to jujitsu, drawing those parallels. Um, you could start jujitsu and, you know, I'm, again, I'm 15 years in. I have never once claimed to be good at jujitsu. I personally don't think I'm very good because I get smashed all the time. But then, you know, uh, relatively speaking, it's, you know, going back and like, I'll roll with white, blue and some, you know, purple belts. And it's like, okay, you know, if, depending on if I want to make them work or if I want to let them work. You know, so if I want to make them work, then yeah, they'll come back like, holy shit, how'd you do that? What'd you do? Well, you know, one, one day I'll get to get to your level. I'm like, I'm not, I'm nothing special. Um, you know, I just, you know, I've been doing this for so long. And ultimately what it comes down to is like it, consistency with anything, whether it's business, jujitsu, relationships, life, work, doesn't matter what it is. I mean, if you're consistent with it, you will get better. That's so true. Well said you know what you what you all are doing again i'm you know just i'm you know just kind of like hearing where it's come from and where it's going where it's at it's like like wow like it, it's the proof is in the pudding i guess the saying is so it's like you you know you you work and you're doing this thing just keep at it so good for you all yeah no i appreciate that man thank you it's uh like i said the uh, the amount of support that we've gotten from everybody in the community um you know, different uh different brand owners and you know even the guys over at bjj hq like i'll go to them ask them questions um you know everyone's just super supportive um you know a lot of times i'll you know send rash guard concept you know designs that i've drawn up and i'll send it out to just you know, a bunch of people i've just talked to on instagram and you know like hey can i get some feedback on this what do you think about this what do you think about that uh, a lot of meme accounts that i uh, that i talk to um you know, doing really cool things. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, again, it's the coolest community and coolest, uh, uh, sort of social setting I've ever been in. So definitely, uh, definitely blessed to be here. Jiu-Jitsu community is, it, it's, you know, it's hard to explain to anyone who's not in the community, especially it's like, wait a minute, you guys want each other to win? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, absolutely. I mean, it's so inclusive. You know, there, there might be, you know, yes, there are folks, they go out there and they compete against, you know, other grapplers. Yes, you want to beat them on the mat. But, you know, when you're not standing in front of them, you know, competing, you know, you want them to do well, too. You know, it, I, I would say, you know, as a whole for this community, you know, we all want to, you know, want to see each other win. You know, you might have your your outliers here and there that might be like, you know, I'm just here for me. And that's fine too if that's what you are, but you know, you're not gonna get far in the community. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I mean, you know, the jujitsu, I this might come off weird, but um 
jujitsu to me it's 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 like religion right so everyone has their own relationship with god or whatever spiritual being you believe in everyone has their own relationship with jujitsu like for me like i know why i do jujitsu i do it because it's 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 therapy for me it's um it's that that release. If I'm having a bad day, if I get, I know if I get on the mats, I'm gonna be a hundred percent better. Um, you know, and that's just like that that solace that I get from from being on the mats. And you know, I don't know if it's the energy release or if it's the camaraderie, the the social interaction that I'm you know uh, able to have with you know my uh, my teammates. But it's you know for me that's that's what brings me happiness. Um, you know, so it's you know. And I know some guys that like, you know, they're, you know, like you said, uh, they're there to compete. Um, that's their relationship with jujitsu. Um, you know, they're there to, you know, um, you know, fight off, uh, some sort of uh, PTSD they're working on or, you know, doing something to, to help improve their lives or they're trying to impress a girl or, you know, they're whatever, whatever your reason is, there's no wrong reason for doing jujitsu. Um, you know, just as long as you're on the mats and you're participating in the community and you're trying to, make sure everybody else around you is getting better as well. That's really all that matters. Yeah. I remember um, a few years back, my foster mom passed away and I found out the night before and at jujitsu in the morning. So, you know, my wife's like, are you sure you want to go in? You know, it's like, no, no, it's, you know, I, I needed to go in, you know, I, that, cause for me, that for me is my therapy. And, I, you know, anytime I put up the meme, you know, jujitsu is my therapy. I get so many people that fire back and attack like therapy is therapy. It's like, well, no, I mean, just like jujitsu, everyone has a different relationship, just like same as religion. Same thing with therapy. Different things are therapy for people, whether it be lifting weights, whether it be swimming, jogging, jujitsu or, you know, talking to a therapist. This podcast is therapy for me a lot, you know. So, you know, going out there on the mats that morning, uh, you know, I, I, I grappled, you know, I trained. And then at the end of it, I sat off to the side and just started bawling, you know, because it was like, OK, you know, I got this, you know, kind of out of my system. I got, you know, the, the movement in, you got, got my breathing down. You've got the physical release and I need the emotional release. Yeah. And, it, you know, came out and then, you know, I, I felt fine. I was fine. Uh, and I, I think that's. You know, one of those things that, like I said, I try to explain to my friends, my family, you know, why I do jujitsu and why I love this, this sport and I love this community. And it, it's just one of those things where I feel like you have to be there to know or not even necessarily in jujitsu. You just have to be have been a part of some community that, you know, tries to nurture and, you know, grow its participants, you know, like growing up and play football and basketball and you know, though there is a brotherhood there, you know, it, it wasn't exactly the same, you know, the, you know, whereas here it's like, you know, Matt opened that yesterday and, you know, I, I walk in, you know, there are guys I haven't seen in years, you know, and, you know, it's just, we just roll into everything as if, you know, nothing had ever changed. There's a, you know, new guy I'd never seen there before, just roll into it like, you know, like we've known each other, you know, we're chatting a little bit while we're drilling, but it, it was like, you can feel everybody's trying to help everybody. You know, there, there is a, a, a relationship that we all kind of share with this art. 
and it's flowing through us. So no, absolutely. 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 No, from uh, my question I ask every time before I start around with anybody is like, is there anything you want to work on? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, Same. Again, cause it's like, you know, I'm trying to make sure everybody else gets, gets better. Um, yeah. And, and I feel a sense of, um, accomplishment from helping my teammates get better in what uh, whatever they're trying to improve, whether it's guard passing or if they're, it's defense or, you know, um, you know, some weird transition. I mean, I'm, you know, I want to help somebody, uh, you know, get better at that. And, you know, seeing somebody become more competent and more, um, more proficient in a certain move or submission or transition, whatever the case may be. I mean, that makes me happy. Like I, I, I love seeing, you know, it's like, you know, watching a white belt come in and then all of a sudden, like, you know, a year or two later, you see them actually become confident in what they're doing. I mean, that's, it's such a cool, cool evolution to witness. Yeah. I had a, a teammate that I remember when he first started and then I kind of, you know, kind of took some time away from the mats and I came back and he's a blue belt and he's, you know, you know, helping coach, you know, other guys on the mats along with coach. And, you know, and it, it was, it was like, so cool to see it's like oh my god look at you like it's you know like having a younger sibling it's like look at you all grown up you know it was like I, dude like can you come on and talk on the podcast with me i want to hear this this you know evolution you know i want to know just because it's it's fascinating to see where you were in the beginning and where you are now and just it it's so cool to see people winning in general so you know, but I think, again, that's something that's unique to this community is like, again, we, we you know, we're all here for the same reason, you know, in, in terms of like, yes, we're doing jujitsu for a different reason, but ultimately we're looking to get better at what mm-hmm. we're doing. Like, I, I don't know anybody that comes to jujitsu and says, I kind of just want to stay as a white belt the rest of my life. You know, I don't want to I don't want to get anywhere past day five. I want to stay as a day five white belt for the rest of my life. It's like, mm. I mean, you say that now, but once yeah. you get get into it, no, and you know the uh, the other part of that too is like you know having having those guys around you and, and girls around you that um, you know push you to be better, right? You know, so I see you know I see you know Brett over there doing really good things. You know, he's doing this really cool cool movement. I mean, he's you know tapping out this, these purple belts with you know, this move or this move. It's like I want to I, I want to do that too. You know, so it's uh, you know again. Drawing, drawing another parallel to a uh, business and entrepreneurship is, you know, you see friends winning. Um, like, you know, I see all the cool things that Matt's doing over at Epic Roll. I see all the cool stuff that, uh, you know, John's doing over at BJJ Swag. Um, you know, uh, Murder Yoga, Antoine is doing some amazing stuff down there. And then, you know, Nikki's just getting started with his uh, with his brand. But, I mean, you know, I've seen some of the successes that, you know, all these guys have. It motivates me. I'm like, if, if they can do it, I can do it too. You know, and the cool thing is, I mean, Jiu-Jitsu is the fastest growing combat sport worldwide. There's enough room in the sandbox for everybody to play. You know, and there needs to be more, uh, more personalities, more uh, brands coming in, you know, not, uh, not selling these, you know, hundred dollar rash cards that look, look just like, you know, NASCAR jackets with logos everywhere, which makes fucking stupid, but that's just me. Um, you know, and uh, you know, there's, there's so much creativity than jujitsu man in business. And, you know, this is, Jiu-Jitsu is a creative outlet for me, um, and BJJ Wholesale has been, you know, ever since I started doing the custom stuff, it's like, that's a creative outlet for me. That allows me to be able to uh, take what I have going on in my mind and be able to put it into something tangible to, to show the world. 
which I think is kind of cool. I think it's cool as well. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. And I want to also ask about uh, Simple Leaf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, as as we were talking before we started recording, um, I had some experiences with it, and it was good. <laughs> so I, I I now need to get details from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give you uh, give you the kind of rundown where uh, where Simple Leaf started. Um, so back in 2017, um, my Doberman at the time, Fedor, was diagnosed with late stage leukemia. Um, and uh, doctors gave him about four to six weeks to live. Um, so they're like, you know, even if you do chemo, it's really not going to prolong his life in any way. Um, so started doing some research into what I could do just to make him comfortable. And someone uh, suggested CBD to me. So at that point in time, I was like, I'll try anything. Um, so I didn't do chemo with him or anything. I just did uh, uh, prednisone and CBD. And he was within he was in full remission within 45 days. Um, his entire oncology team was blown away. Um, so I was like, started doing research into it. I was like, learning more about CBD, the endocannabinoid system within the human body and, and um, you know, uh, animals as well. Um, all living things have an endocannabinoid system, which absorb these cannabinoids uh, within, uh, within the body uh, through the CB1 and CB2 receptors. So it's, you know, I started doing some research into it and I was talking to a friend of mine and he was really interested in getting into doing a, um, doing a CBD business as well. So, um, I was, uh, you know, just, uh, leaving my, uh, tech job. I was a corporate VP of sales for a tech company in Chicago for, for a long time. And then, uh, left, uh, moved out to Denver and started, a started simple leaf. So we started looking at the market and trying to figure out, you know, what, what can we do differently? And, you know, we realized that majority of CBD brands out there primarily just had general use products like the tinctures and the vapes and things like that. But majority of CBD users actually turn to CBD for a specific reason, whether it's sleep or anxiety, depression, pain, inflammation, uh, mental focus, whatever the case may be. So our, we initially created seven custom formulated capsule products to really hone in on the reasons why people turn to CBD in the first place. And we did that by incorporating other all natural ingredients like different nutraceuticals, vitamins, minerals, herbs, adaptogens, things like that to really give people the maximum results for what they're looking for. And, um, you know, we launched that in 2020 as well. Um, and uh, it was, uh, you know, a weird time to start a business. Um, Ballsy. Yep. I like to yep. say. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, that was, that was interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was, you know, um, it went well. And then we started getting more and more requests from our customers and the resellers that we were working with about um, uh, these THC isomers and THC alternatives, um, like the Delta 8, the Delta 9, um, things like that. So we uh, started doing some research into that. We spent about a year and a half doing R&D um, on, uh, on some gummies. And we tried every single product on the market, what it seems like anyway. Um, and, you know, there's definitely some gaps there in the market. You know, uh, the three big things we were looking for was taste, texture, and effect. And then obviously clean ingredients as well. Um, and you know, the majority of the brands out there, they tasted like shit or they, you know, had a really weird texture or the effects were off or they were just loaded with, um, you know, garbage ingredients, artificial colors, flavors, you know, the first three ingredients on the, on the ingredient panel were, were three different forms of sugar. Um, 
So you know, we really wanted to create a natural product, uh, very similar to the capsules that we had that uh, were uh, more effect based, that had clean ingredients and a uh, great user experience. So um, yeah, we uh, launched our Delta 9 gummies um, back in August, September of, the, of uh, last year. So um, ever since then, I mean, it's blown up quite a bit. Um, so we have uh, some here. But um, the, uh, yeah, the gummies are, are phenomenal. Uh, we've had nothing but rave reviews from everybody. Uh, really trying to get, um, you know, more of a wellness-focused gummy out there to people um, that are looking to kind of experiment with the THC space along with, um, you know, the CBD and the CBG and those other cannabinoids that we uh, we include in the um, in the products as well. So, I mean, from the experience that I've, I've had, you know, in this short period here with them, I could say you, you nailed all four uh, as far as taste, texture, um, effectiveness, uh, and, you know, that, that's one of the things that I noticed like, when you sent them, you know, there's a little card that's giving you a full breakdown of everything. I was like, oh, my God, this like for, for a second, I was a little overwhelmed. I was like, what am I getting into? And my, my wife looks at it and she's like, are you sure you want to do this? I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> well, most, you know, CBD that I've had, um, I've had two other two different uh, companies prior. And, you know, you get your little, uh, you know, packet and everything. And I was like, okay, this is fine. Um, you know, one of them I had um, given to right at the start of COVID in 2020. My grandfather was having some back pain. So I gave him what I had. I was like, here, man, like use this. Um, this should help has been helping me with my knee. Um, you know, I, I gave it to him. Like he didn't seem to have, you know, any you know, effect when he was like, eh, it's not really doing anything for me, you know, whether it be a matter of maybe, you know, you're just so far gone with, you know, your back injury that, you know, very little is going to help. Um, then, uh, you know, I encountered another company and th their product was effective ish. Um, but one thing was the texture was kind of weird. The there was a weird aftertaste. I was like, okay. Um, I don't know if this is what this is supposed to be like, but you know, at least I feel some pain yeah. relief in my neck. And then I get to yours. And what threw me off about yours is like I open up the containers, like, holy shit, these smell good. Like <laughs> these smell like candies, you know. And then, you know, I'm looking at the ingredients again. I'm not seeing like it's, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, all the sugar, high fructose, corn sugar. You know, it looks like gummies I would buy up the street at the 7-Eleven. And, you know. You know, I'm smells like okay. I got the you know the mixed berry. It's like, oh my god, these smell so good. I'm I'm sitting out here with my co-host for uh, the Clompton Beer Club, and you know he's like, yeah, they do smell good. I was like, you you want to you know try one with me? He was like, no, nah, I'm good right now. I was like, okay, you know. Of course, I I pop one while we're reviewing beers, and then I look on the label. Do not use with alcohol. I'll be okay. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> like well, I, I was okay, but I, I woke up the next day. I didn't realize, um, you know, it, it put me on my ass. And I had trained in the next morning, and I didn't realize that somebody grabbed my lapel, and and you know, did a snap down. And I realized, holy shit, I'm still high. Okay, okay, like let's just get get back to base. Um, and then that the, the rest of that day for training was just pretty much, hey, whatever you're working on, just go ahead and work. I'm just here. I, I'm going to work with you guys. Um, but, you know, the next time I took it, 
I took one on like a Tuesday night, you know, shoulder pain, neck pain. It relaxed me. I didn't feel weird or anything. I, you know, I felt comfortable. I was like, oh my God, this is, it was like, maybe that first time was like, maybe a weird fluke. And the second was like, nope, nope. These are, they are good. They, they taste good. Again, the texture is not funky and it, it's effective. It, you know, I felt like this is working. And then, you know, I talked to my co-host's younger brother and he was like, I was, you know, I was thinking about looking to some CBD to help me with my anxiety. And I immediately turned to him. I was like, dude, and I show him the jars like this right here, here, take one of these cards, look into it, like, like best price, best taste, and they work. So like, if, if I, if I had like a sticker to put on my forehead that said simple leaf, I would do that because in, you know, it might sound like, oh, this guy's overhyping it. Like, no, I genuinely like felt like, okay, they're working and taste is a big thing to me. Because I'm a fat boy. I like foods. So if something doesn't taste good, it's like, I don't want that. But they, they were delicious. So everything that you all are doing on your end, all the research that you put in, you know, the year prior, year and a half prior, you know, it, it shows. So no, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no, it's um, again, it's uh, something that, you know, we really wanted to make something different in the market. And um, you know, there's uh, I, I do have to say there's you know a. a one of the things that we really focus on is the educational component of it, which is why we include those ingredient cards and uh, things into the into the, each package that we send out. We really want people to be educated about what they're putting in their bodies, um, you know, what's in these uh, what's in these products, you know, and why it's important for wellness. Um, the biggest uh, misconception that you know we're still fighting through is you know people. And granted, it is confusing. Um, you know, CBD, THC, CBG, you know, Delta 8, Delta 9, what is all this stuff? I mean, it's all, it's all part of the cannabis plant. Um, but, you know, the, you know, the biggest thing that people are starting to realize is that, you know, there's a difference between CBD, THC, CBG, and then, you know, you're going to get into the different types of THC, which is, you know, like the Delta 9, which is what, what our gummies are. So these are Delta nine gummies. They will, they will get you high. They do have psychoactive effects. Um, but we also, um, you know, include other, uh, therapeutic ingredients like CBD or the CBG, which is cannabigerol, which, um, is essentially the root genome of all other cannabinoids within the plant. So every single cannabinoid starts out originally as CBG and then, um, evolves into something else, whether it's CBD or THC or CBN or CBC or any of the other you know, thousands of cannabinoids within the plant, uh, they originally started out as CBG. And CBG is really cool and important because it essentially, from an effect standpoint, it's like CBD on steroids. It's great for anti-inflammatory. It's great for um, mental focus. It's great for mood. It's, um, you know, really, uh, really important um, for gut health. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of really cool therapeutic components to that. And, um, in our um, our blue raspberry um, indica gummies that we use, we also put in CBN, which uh, CBN is a really cool cannabinoid. That's um, it's what they call a minor cannabinoid uh, because it's really um, you know, created in small doses within the plant, but it is phenomenal for relaxation. Um, so you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever had any issues sleeping, um, and you take a blue raspberry gummy that CBN in there. Uh, will allow you to, I mean, it allows the brain to, um, it 
attaches onto those CB receptors within the brain and uh, it'll allow you to, to relax, which is, which is really important. So yeah, anybody looking, you know, having anxiety issues, um, you know, definitely recommend like our indica gummies um, are phenomenal for, um, for being able to relax and just kind of chill out. Good. Good. I, there's, I, there's, I, there's so much science behind it. Like in, when I first started uh, doing this, I'm like, I was completely overwhelmed, but yeah, it's, uh, it's so cool to actually like be part of and see the evolution of uh, the industry and kind of where it's going. Well, that's the thing too. It's like you said, the, you know, all the science behind it and it, you know, obviously you did your research on it. It wasn't just like, okay, you know, you guys say this, I'm going to go with it. You know, it's like, you know, I think that's how you end up sometimes with, you know, weird textures, weird tastes, and maybe not as effective stuff. So I, uh, like I said, I definitely can speak for this product and say, yeah, it, it works that the blue raspberry, it like I love blue raspberry anything. So when you know when I saw the uh link in Matt's stories and I go to the link and I see blue raspberry, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and place an order. And then I went and commented. It was like blue raspberry is gonna be the move. And then you messaged me back, and then that's when I connected. Wait a minute, like these are the two same person as BJJ yeah. wholesale and simple leaf. Wait a minute, but um I, I greatly appreciate it, um, you know, because, yeah, that's what it was. You're doing a giveaway. Yep. And I felt like I want a giveaway there. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for, um, you know, your contribution to the CBD community and, um, you know, just in general, because uh, you sent me, you know, a couple additionals. So I greatly appreciate that because um, I was like, like off of just you know the taste alone you had me um you know just because like i said that's important to me you know i like food uh so if, if there's something that that's you know i'm going to ingest it's got to be delicious and um the, you know the other big thing i, I want to point out too is the price point i think it is the best that i've seen because i i see a lot of um CBD products, you know, people, you know, sell them for like 70, you know, sometimes over a hundred dollars. I'm like, God, dude, I, I can't get into that. Cause what if, what if your shit doesn't work? <laughs> like I just spent $85 on something that, you know, now, you know, $85 on some really expensive gummy bears. And my wife will definitely yell at me about that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you could have went up the street and got some gummy savers right like, yeah i could have they're expensive yeah. too no exactly no it's uh yeah i mean that's that's the other thing i mean especially with uh today's um you know economy you know and this holds true with bjj wholesale and and simple leaf as a whole is you know we really wanted to um you know make sure that these products whether it be the um you know, cbd capsules or our delta 9 thc gummies um we really wanted to make sure that uh, they were um, affordable for everybody. Um, you know, so we do a 30 count, our MSRP on 30 count jar is 44 95. Um, so it's it definitely, uh, you know, definitely obtainable, definitely, um, you know, uh, uh, affordable from that standpoint. I mean, yeah, to your point, I've seen some gummies that are, or some CBD products or you know, cannabis products that are like, you know, hundred bucks plus. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Um, you know, so uh, don't get me wrong. I'm 
those are great margins to to be able to to have. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you really doing your customers a service here, or you know? And, and again, I mean, we we only use the the you know best quality ingredients. And the other part of that too is um, we we run COAs or a certificate of analysis on every single batch that we do, and we run a full panel. So that just means we're not just testing for potency. We're not just testing for cannabinoid profile. We're also testing for uh, micro mycotoxins, residual solvents, heavy metals, um, you know, any sort of molds, um, any sort of nastiness that you'll, you know, you don't want in your body. We want to make sure that that's not in these products. Um, so again, at the end of the day, we are a wellness company. So we really want to make sure that we're focusing on the wellness side of it, as opposed to just, is this going to get you high? You know, um, which, you know, again, you know, everyone, everyone's got their own motivations for doing, you know, getting involved with it too. So, um, you know, again, parallels all over the place, but you know, uh, for us, you know, if the consumer just wants to come in to get as high as possible for as cheap as possible, we're not the brand for you because we are focused more on, um, you know, responsible dosage, um, quality ingredients and a fair price point. So you know, we really want to make sure that, uh, you know, we hit on all three of those as well along with the product attributes so i can say again on my experience take one of these and also that that third experience i had i, I will say i was a little sleep deprived from from the evening before so it hit me a little bit harder <laughs> the next the, you know but you know again if you're lacking sleep and you take one of these and you want to go listen to Porter's Head or Bjork or something, it's not a bad idea. There it's a little go. trippy, but it'll be a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I, I you know love the product and I, I can't say enough good things about it. And it's almost to a point where I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm saying so much good stuff about it. People are like, dude, you're bullshitting. Like, no, I am not. Like, like no, come over. It. Yeah. No, it's uh Honestly, it's uh, from the reseller side of it. So what uh, what my primary function within Simple Leaf is, is focusing on revenue uh, within the distribution and wholesale channels. So I'm on the phone with resellers and, and uh, distributors all day. And, um, you know, when we send samples out to them, I mean, it's the proof's in the pudding. Um, you know, you, you try one gummy and you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. These are different. Um, you know, it just... And I, I think, uh, you know, you texted me um, a couple weeks ago and you're like, these are dangerously delicious. So, which, um, you know, I think we're going to start using in, in our marketing. I'll give you a shout out for that one. So, yeah, it was, uh, that was cool. And I, I love getting those uh, those messages from friends and, and resellers and customers. They're like, holy shit, these are, these are amazing. Yeah, like, like I said, my wife, she was like, you know, like when she smelled the, uh, the mixed beer, she's like, oh, you know, I might have to try one of these. And after I tried, I was like, okay, so you can, let's just, um, maybe, maybe a Friday night or a Saturday night <laughs> is probably your best bet that way, probably Saturday. Cause she works evening. So she'll work Thursday night coming home Friday. So she'll be sleep deprived. So it's like, mm, let's do Saturday where you, you've had some rest. You ain't got to get up and get our daughter to the theater class the next day. Like I'm willing to take her, but I, you yeah. know, like, you know. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I'd rather uh, you just cool out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, man. It's um, it's been uh, it's been a cool experience. Um, you know, kind of going through the uh, the entrepreneurial journey with uh, with Simple Leaf, and I know it's cliche. You know, I 
do jujitsu. I have a ranch guard company. I also have a, a CBD company. Super cliche, but you know, it's, uh, I think we're, um, you know, we're adding something to the, to the culture, um, on both with Simple Leaf and BJJ Wholesale, which, um, you know, if I personally can have even the smallest effect on, on the community and, you know, what we're doing, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. So super excited to uh, kind of see where things go over the next, uh, next couple of years. Awesome. And I, I'm excited to see that journey and follow along and just, you know, watch, watch you all grow and continue to do great things. So let's go ahead and wrap up on that note, Eric, thank you for again, being flexible with your time and, and doing this with me. I greatly appreciate it. No, absolutely, man. No, this is fun. We, uh, we got to do it again. For sure. I mean, we we talked for nearly an hour before recording, so it's like, oh, there there is you know plenty for us to discuss. We we, we like. I, I wish I would have just hit live and like, okay, I'm just gonna splice these up and just drop like you know Dante and Eric tidbits throughout yep. other podcasts. Like, like okay. There you go. <laughs> um, before we get out of here. Shout outs, mentions, links, or anything that you got for us. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, if uh, any, any of your listeners want to uh, take advantage of some discounts with uh, either BJJ Wholesale or Simple Leaf, uh, we're going to throw 20% out to uh, all the listeners with the code BJJWiki. Okay. So, uh, BJJWholesale.com or SimpleLeaf.com. All right. I'll be sure to drop those in the show notes. And, um, like I said, I'm I'm gonna be a walking billboard, dude. Like this is like also I feel like too just being in the community. Like everyone has their own motivations for what they do, but I feel like you are genuinely doing this as a service for the community and giving back. You know, versus like, look, I want to make as much money as I can possibly make. You're like, look, yeah, we got to make money, but I also want to make sure this is obtainable for you know individuals because you know. Like I said, I looked at some products. I was like, dude, $85, $100. And I don't know if they work. Like, I, you know, saw yours, like, I'll give it a try and it works. So, you know, you're doing, you know, great things for this community and we appreciate it. And we're going to continue to follow that journey and and promote the hell out of you, man. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, man. Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you're exactly right. It's, um, you know, if you're, you know, on the entrepreneurial side, if you are going to, if you think you're just going to get into it for money, um, doesn't matter what you're getting into, whether it's you know selling rash guards or um, you know, uh, nutraceuticals or you know light bulbs, doesn't matter what it is. I mean, if you're getting into it just to make money, I mean, you're never going to be successful. Um, you know, really need to build a to you know have a niche within within the space, solve a problem, um, take care of your customers. I mean, making sure customer experience is number one, um, and then from there, I mean, the money will follow. So absolutely firmly believe that and, you know, just get into business do for the right reasons and, you know, go from there. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. No problem. And as always to the listeners, thank you very much. We appreciate all the support. We appreciate you being here for 199 episodes and even the off the mat nerd cast episodes, all 14 of those where, Marilyn Phil and myself sit down and we talk about comic books and comic book movies and TV shows and we just bitch and whine and complain. You sit there for about an hour and a half, listen to us, you know, nerd rage. So uh thank you for that. 
Um, and speaking of Nerd Rage, I want to give a big shout out to our crew over there at Nerd Rage Radio. Bobby, Chris, Joe, Marilyn, Phil, Ricky, Tiki, Raul, Chucky O, everybody over there. Thank you guys. If it weren't for Nerd Rage Radio, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't have a podcast. I mean, maybe I would, but I, I don't think I would have a base. It'd just be me probably talking to the camera by myself. So uh, thank you to Nerd Rage Radio for, you know, just, you know, being there for me. Appreciate you. Um, also want to give a shout out to my other podcast. So you like horror. If you like scary movies, go check it out. Because that's what we do. We talk about scary movies over there. We're doing uh, curse films this year as our major theme. So once per month, you're going to uh, probably hear us talking about Poltergeist or The Omen or The Exorcist or Twilight Zone, the, the movie or The Serpent in the Rainbow. Basically, we're talking about those movies that have some funky stuff going on behind the scenes where people believe it might have been cursed. So, you know, go check it out. And, um, you know, got any suggestions? Feel free to reach out to me about that too. Or, you know, if you want to, I don't know, go leave a review, say some nice things. Also, don't, you know, don't shy away from leaving a review for uh off the mats as well. Do it on uh what's that? Uh what are we on? Uh Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, whatever. Go leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. And uh last but not least, I want to give a big shout out to Eric over there at BJJ Wholesale and Simple Leaf CBD. Thank you very much. and greatly appreciate what you do for the community and greatly appreciate your time here on Off the Mats. Um, otherwise, everyone, thank you so much. You guys keep listening, and we're definitely going to keep making these shows. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye. They probably said, now let me see his song.